Hello and welcome to the Live Laundry podcast. I am Gemma. I am Chippy. Do I need to get my headphones on? Well, no, because no, only, we only need your headphones on when you're on your phone, walking around. I, I am on my phone, but I'm stationary. That's fine then. We can be headphoneless. So how are you, Chippy? I'm okay. I feel like I'm doing a lot better than some. <laughs> <And obviously. laughs> only I'm dogs can hear that reply. Yeah, my dogs are going to come running. Um, yeah, I'm okay. I feel like a lot of people are struggling. Yeah. Um, but I seem to be relatively perky. I am in the middle of a phone detox. That might I'm be. obviously on my phone. Yeah, I think it's massively helping because um, I am, yeah, just not, it's amazing how not seeing people who make you feel bad about yourself and I'm not saying that in a self-pitying way everyone makes me feel like an underachiever um <laughs> yeah literally I'll go on any Instagram and I'll be like well I'm not doing that I'm not doing that skiing I fucking don't never never want to ski in my life but still when I see them I'm like well I can't do that and it's amazing what not doing that does for the soul so have it that I think that really helps um how are you doing Crap. yeah what is it homeschooling I have felt on the verge of tears for about three days I'm tired I'm just really tired I'm really when period you feel? really tired I'm, I'm ovulating uh, well that but having, I do know though that sometimes I'll have a very low oh that's the bell a low ebbed luteal phase yeah I so think that happens a yeah, lot. I think it's quite normal, but I think at times where I already feel vulnerable or tired or a bit run down, my luteal phase, um, which is a bit in between ovulation and mm. menstruation, um, yeah. I can go, I can become really, have a really low mood, so much so that I'll be like, I need to go to doctors. And then I'll, I'll come on a period and I'll be like, oh yes, it was the luteal phase. I think, because we talked about it, I think in the first episode, but it's still something I'm so guilty of where it, oh, good morning, Mr. Magpie, his wife and children. Um, we should be so much more aware of our phases because I think that's very common that you feel like low energy and a bit crap. But you got to about two nights ago. <laughs> I had the rantiest of all rants. I sat in front of the fire and I was like, right, Mike, he's like, yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. That's it. I'm like, getting off. What? I said, I'm not doing it anymore. He's like, what exactly? I said, this coronavirus crap. I said, if they come out with one more rule, I'm just not following it. I said, they can arrest me. They can arrest me. They can put me in the Daily Mail. The organised mum breaks. Like, I said, I don't care. I said, I don't care. He's like, what are you exactly going to do if everything's shut? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But I'm just not doing it. And I was like a little petulant child for about a good hour. And then it felt really nice. <laughs> I um yeah I do every now and again I'm like oh I just want to stop the world I want to get off but you know I know I know about five people who've been vaccinated do you yeah London <laughs> I was I was I was listening to the radio I probably should stop listening to the radio so much yeah 
I mean, we've had this conversation before. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I think I could actually probably present that radio station now all on my own. Yeah, probably. And I was confuddled because I was thinking to myself, once you're vaccinated, are you then free? But you're not, are you? You're not. It's all about herd immunity. So also, because they're running out of... she there? No, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> um, also, because... You, you do something I could never do. Although I'm fucking doing it. Look at oh my God, my swearing. I always can never have my back to a door, but I do have my back to this door. Who's there? Oh, God. Go on, um, So, they're doing a thing also where they have decided it's better to, because you're supposed to have two doses. Yeah. So they've decided it's better to have more people with one dose than fewer people with two doses. But because obviously they still don't know the effectiveness of it on large, large, large amounts of people. So the more people they vaccinate, the more data they'll have. Um, I was watching a doctor being interviewed about it. And it was, it was just very interesting. And he was like, I've had my first one and I was really dubious at not being given a second one. But actually at the effectiveness of it drops by something like 0.083%. So it's not enough of a big difference and it's better to have more people vaccinated. Do you know what I mean? Because you're then less likely to get it anyway. But I think because they're not sure whether you can still be a carrier. Well, that's why I was asking because I've had all these images, mental images of these oxygenarians going out on a rave and all raving for a 30, 40 year old, just like. <laughs> Do you think that's not what will happen? The OAPs will take to the streets and be like in the pubs. The pubs will reopen. Old landlords will be like, I'm coming back to the, behind the bar and we'll just all be stuck at home. And we'll be like, those bloody 80-year-olds kept me up all night raving in the street, yeah, pissed up. Life. Yeah. I had to recall the police on these bloody 70-year-olds that wouldn't go to bed. That's what it'd be like. It'll be their time to shine. To be fair, they've waited long enough. They've all been shielding since March. They deserve a right good piss up. So I say, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm just a bit... There's only so many times you can go on a muddy walk. I started oh, to the horses <laughs> and the llamas. We've got llamas. See, I don't agree. I could, that's my, whereas I'm doing my 10,000 steps on the same route every day, literally. And it's also one of my dogs isn't well. Oh, I know. Mouse. Oh no, that's my favourite one. <laughs> I know, I'm really worried. I don't like. Why? She's, she's 10 and I'm just a bit like, what's it something? Not herself. She was off her food on Sunday. Then she ate her breakfast on Monday and then threw it all up. And then she didn't want her food this morning. And then I took her on a walk and I had to carry her home. She just stopped. I know. So that's all I can think about. That's what our podcast will be about today. 
Is Mouse going to die? Oh, stop it! <laughs> well, she's only ten. She will not. She's probably just having a moment. I hope so. It's awful. Anyway, so that's that. You know, I I stomp along the Thames, carrying a wet Jack Russell. That's my exercise. I, I envy you. Your I saw someone walking a cat on a lead last week. You said your highlight of the week was seeing someone walking a horse like a dog. And literally, after we'd recorded, I took the dog out and I saw someone with a cat on a lead. Now, obviously, I tried to stop and take a picture. Loki wanted to eat the cat. People think that's unreasonable. It's amazing how many people think it's really unreasonable for a terrier to want to eat a cat. That's literally their main reason of living. And... I was like, I just want to take a picture for Gemma. So she's got a horse on a lead. I've got a cat on a lead. When in the 80s, my dad had one of them joke leads that had nothing on the end. <laughs> Bessie did. And like <laughs> in the chippy, he would like come in going rum, 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 to the queue of people. I, well, I thought last week, I've got a very good friend of mine who had been trying for a baby for four years five years and had all kinds of trouble and she is pregnant she is due on the 18th of January and it's one of those babies that literally they'd given up trying and it all happened naturally um which is lovely and exciting and I thought she is one of those people who um just always wanted babies is it just really baby minded loves it all loves a bump do you know what I mean and I feel so bad that there are people who are going through all of that I mean I felt I mean I didn't even really like the midwife touching my bump I was a very angry pregnant woman and I'm not much of a joiner in her but I'm sure that there are loads of people who are Missing out on the regular appointments that you'd get, probably. I'm sure they're trying to see you as little as possible. Um, NCT classes, pregnancy yoga. And I know that there's going to be a certain amount of stuff that you get to do online, but it's not really the same. I was speaking to someone about it yesterday. <clears throat> and I used to love every Monday night. I used to, I used to teach every Monday night, every Tuesday night. And a weekend class. So anyway. And I used to love my Monday night class because that was like the relaxation class. So if you think about it, we'd turn, the class was about an hour long. And for the last half an hour, we'd turn all the lights down. We'd have like candles, but not real candles because of health and safety. Obviously. <laughs> Everyone would bring like a pillow and a duvet with them to class. And I would like run through like this um relaxation script and I wouldn't consider it a success if a pregnant lady had not fallen asleep and farted oh <laughs> would you then be like you're all staying here for another half an hour I used to hate having to wake them up because they'd be literally like like waking up and like especially had like a toddler at home or something it was like I I used to use the highlight of my week so I actually really 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 miss it and that was as a teacher so and I think when you are pregnant the months and the weeks drag on because I although I love pregnancy and birth I don't like being pregnant I'm crap mm. but those antenatal appointments and those 
um, milestones within your pregnancy, like your first NCT class, become like little signposts within the pregnancy, don't they? And, and they, yeah. I just need to do that. And I've got my midwife appointment, and that's another month gone. And and well, now I can it's for twenty week scan, and now you know another so many weeks. Yeah, and even I mean, um, even like. Um, <laughs> So Jim, we had to be monitored a lot because he was so much bigger than Ned. Uh, and so I had, I used to, anytime I walked past my doctor's surgery, I could go and see my midwife and she'd listen to his heartbeat. And it's stuff like that where you're like, oh, I could just casually walk into my doctor and have a listen to his heartbeat, which you're probably not doing as much now because... No, no. And I, and I yeah, so I, I just it must be awful and as well as well for like baby groups and for mums because let's be honest like when you have a newborn you don't really go to baby massage classes because I used to do baby massage classes to massage your baby do you you go to I mean that's a nice add-on but you go to baby massage classes to meet other you know to meet like-minded mums meet other mums gives you something to do to fill your day get out the gives house. you some structure around Perfect. The newborn day, and once you've had, you know, it, it tires the baby out, so they'll probably have a really good nap when they come home. So then you can have a yeah. nice and and, a, and for some people, it really helps with the bonding because there's all this. As soon as you see them, you will fall madly in love with them, and not that doesn't happen for everyone, and that's not the 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 way it has to be or the way it should be. And I think for some people, it's just a really nice bonding experience with the baby and it's sort of like a group bonding thing if you see what I mean like I the only class I did with any of mine was Jack the youngest when we went to monkey music and I loved it it was a thing we did together and it did feel very bonding it was like me and him went off and did something together um and that was partly nice because I had the other two at home so he was basically stuck eating out of the dog bowl 90% of the time but do you know what I mean? And I think it is that thing of like, we're going off to do something together. And also when I had Thomas, that was the busiest my social life has ever been. Yeah. First six months of Tom's life, because I was in like an anxious state and I was just trying to fill my days. Yeah. I was going to baby massage classes. I was going to baby swimming. I was doing the, 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 the I was out, 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 out all of the time. Yeah. Um, and then what happened was loads of the mums went back to work. Yeah. I didn't. I had yeah. a lot of time off. And all of a sudden that social contact. And I really felt that really, really because I was like, well, everywhere everyone's gone. So I can imagine it's just like, you know, if you are on maternity leave, it's locked down, you're pregnant, you're vulnerable, or you're a new mum, you just had a baby, and all of those traditional channels have just been taken away from you yeah you've just been able to go into a church hall and yeah and that's the thing we used to go to monkey music in the church hall at the end of the road and no matter what sleep I'd had or whatever it was literally three minute walk I didn't have to have the pram like sometimes I'd turn up with makeup on and the pram and the change mat and sometimes I'd literally arrive in in my tracksuit bottoms with no makeup on and be like has anyone got a nappy um 
and they were all first time mums so they were just like oh god is this is what's gonna happen um but it was that act of but yeah being able to go out and do something communal but I, I mean with my first baby he's a November baby we um did a lot of lying on the sofa eating and watching Murder She Wrote and for anyone listening that is also a, a viable option <laughs> don't want anyone to think but baby babies love Jessica it's not Jessica Simpson is it Jessica Fletcher <laughs> and like lying lying with your baby on your chest smelling its head whilst you watch Jessica solve the crime is a very valid acceptable way to spend your day I don't want anyone to think that they have to be doing more than they should be doing or want to be doing but I think it can be very isolating it was smelling a baby's head and watching Hetty Wainthrop oh god I mean I would steal a baby right now if I could just to do that bail me out yeah. oh, <laughs> that's my um yeah you'll come and bail me out won't you I just want to smell the baby's head um so yeah that but I yeah I just suddenly thought oh I bet there are people missing that and so I thought we'd we'd use Gemma's knowledge for your tips and advice and doula knowledge on what new mums expectant mums mums who are expecting their second baby as well and they've got a toddler at home I found the exhaustion with my second pregnancy because I had a toddler at home and I used to I had a baby gate on the door of our sitting room and I used to lock the baby gate put the telly on and nap on the sofa while Ned played because I just couldn't I had that awful can't keep my eyes open exhaustion and when you have a toddler at home that's really hard but I can imagine if you maybe I know lots of people at the moment don't feel like uh, they want to take their kids out to the parks because obviously if you're pregnant I can imagine it's very stressful um so what what's what's where's Gemma the doula what tips and tricks and stuff have you got for us right so pregnant ladies oh the pregnant ladies oh the pregnant ladies I'm glad we got that out if you're not pregnant you can and you want to take this on board then also do this and this is something that I can't take credit for it's a midwife that said this to me don't stand if you can sit don't sit if you can lie down yeah basically it's exhausting it is even more exhausting now because of the anxiety and our everyone's level of anxiety is exhausting add that onto growing a person inside you and like growing little fingernails and mm. arms and legs and all that and noses and little button noses and ears it's tiring <laughs> it is and don't get caught up in the i mean you're not ill there's lots of sort of yeah. you get you see the thin people on instagram who are decorating their houses and that's great but if you need to sit down or you need to... Oh, I always see thin people on Instagram decorating. And what's that got to I always see, the, well, I always see these pregnant women and they've got this beautiful, neat bump and stick um, legs and they're decorating um, the baby's room. And I'm like, I look like a whale that has eaten a whale. And... I should have had I my own I was that large. 
yeah my mum said they're going to bring you in on casters <laughs> like I just I looked I huge and ill and my feet swelled so I had to wear flip-flops so I was just this mighty thing in flip-flops and pasty with bad hair and I couldn't fucking paint a room I had to I remember Joe saying to me we went to France when I in September and I was due to have Ned in November and there was a mix-up they'd missold us this house so it was instead of being a three double bedroom house it was two double bedrooms and a mezzanine floor that had two single beds on it and so I, I slept sitting up in a single bed propped against the wall um, holding a maternity pillow with an open bottle of Gaviscon because my indigestion was so bad I couldn't be flat and Joe just said I woke up to go for a pee in the middle of the night and I, I just there so many emotions went through me at the sight of my massive wife holding a massive bottle of Gaviscon propped up right with the maternity pillow because I couldn't lie down and and everyone's different but it made me looking at those people on Instagram who are decorating their nursery in in a chic farrow ball color and look like they've just had a basketball strapped on their front and haven't changed at all made me feel absolutely rubbish and I'm here to be the you're flying well, I can also find the flag that I went to Paris about 20 weeks pregnant with my first and I had such bad morning sickness. And I only remember a couple of words in French from French to you, Hesse. Tant. Tant. Yeah. Je voudrais sandwich de tant. Anyway, and I remember all I could eat was beans and sausage in a tin, Heinz beans oh, yeah. in a tin, and honey and lemon for the first 20 weeks that's all I could stomach and I remember going to this relatively posh um, hotel in France in Paris Bonjour, madame. hello can you heat this up for me do you have a tin opener <laughs> this is all I can have everyone else has got croissants french cheese meats and I'm just my beans and sausage <laughs> I could eat anything when I was with my first team with, with Jack for the first 12 weeks, I could suck on salt and vinegar crisps. And that was the only thing that could stay in. And I'd have to speak to text my doctor every day and say, I've had a packet of salt and vinegar crisps. And he'd be like, you need to eat more than that or you have to go to the hospital. <laughs> I sucked on a packet of half of, but yeah, I'm here to fly the flag and say, if you are the fat beached whale pregnant, that it is normal too and and also what's perfectly okay is like when you're looking on instagram or wherever and um marcella which is a name i've just yeah i'm sorry if you're called marcella i was going for an out there name and i really like anna anna friel and i really like marcella the program you've seen it no you probably know her though do you know anna <laughs> i don't know anna friel we have found that person that and so if you're looking at Marcella and she's got um, a beautiful baby bump and she's got um, she's wearing horizontal stripes how yeah and she's well, exactly. a face toddler and she's uh, just baked organic cookies and they don't have any screen time between um 7 a.m and, and 6 a.m they say only with wood pastel toys yes they don't have any plastic in the house. no 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 um it's okay to stick your toddler in front of an ipad for half an hour so, oh god it's it's fine 
It's fine. I think a lot of people, especially they carry residual guilt for admitting they stick a child in front of the telly because like people will say to me, well, how, how do you do your cleaning or something? I was like, well, we'll put it in front of Thomas Tank Engine. Did you? Oh, thank God for that. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. And, and yeah, we did, we, when I was pregnant with Jim and I was tired all the time, it turns out because I was making a massive forehead. Um, <laughs> It's I, we did a lot of me lying in bed with my arms around Ned so that I could feel if he moved because yeah. he was 18 months and he would watch the iPad. We'd watch Little Baby Bum because it went on for an hour mm-hmm. and I'd have a nap. How did that song go? Which one? Little Baby Bum. No. <laughs> I don't know what that's creepy if you put that over a because I, I was speaking the lady walking upstairs in your house well, will you stop it stop it <laughs> i'll tell you if she's there oh no because if you do and you and you say that i honestly was i won't i, I you i'm trustworthy i would never tell you she well, was there if she's not do if she comes in she said she's blocking my escape route i'd rather face her I don't think that's necessary. I think you could just sage her in the face. Um, so what are your positives for this week? Chip, 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 chippy. Um, it's getting harder every week. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what's my positive for this week? This week. Hold on a minute. Oh, I've got a positive that we can't share. Oh, well, that's um, important, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, don't, I don't trust myself that I'll, and I'll forget to edit it out. Yeah, when you stop recording, I will tell you. Um, my positive for this week is, oh, I mean, oh, well, it's, it's very mundane, but it's quite a positive. The gas man came to look at the fires, the gas fires. We've lived here for five years and it turns out we were gassing ourselves and he's... Gemma's face and he's fixed it so basically we have she blocks off the thing in the chimney chim chimney chim chip chip chimney what did you do what I said to you I really want the gas fire man to come around because I can smell gas but we have a carbon monoxide thing so I knew it wasn't that but I was like, I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to smell like gas. And he, Joe being Joe was like, it's fine. I mean, then like I'm in labor. And Joe's like, you're not, you're fine. So, um, anyway, so the gas man came. He's appearing out of my lady bit. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I can see its head. And he'll be like, oh, who knew? I knew Joe. Um, I knew eight hours ago, I knew. <laughs> longer than that. Um, so they've all been fixed and I feel like that's a real tick on the adulting thing that's my tier four triumph that's like a a tick do you know what I mean boring but essential get your gas fires checked what's your oh, fuck it. seriously if you're positive for the week is getting your gas fire check we are we really need to hurry up and get well the- I just feel like I just feel like it was a massive you know yeah my positive How's your upcycling going? Not it. You saw it. 
finished the office? Almost finished the office? What, the outside one? No. This oh. one, in which I am in now. That's lovely. Hmm. Are you pleased about it? I still wouldn't have my desk there, though. <laughs> Comes up behind me. <laughs> have you seen the woman in black? No, I cannot. The worst panic attack I've ever had in my whole life was I watched partly watched The Ring. Oh yeah, that's not a deal. To me, over the edge. I like that. The original one. Yeah. No one does horror like the Japanese. It tipped me over the edge, and I actually, and that was that. Actually, went to the doctor the next day. I had a really bad panic attack. I had had previous panic attacks, but like, and then and he was like, what, what was it? I was like, it was the ring, it was the ring. <laughs> it should come with a help. Do you know what? My mum, there's, I can't remember the name of it. There's a Japanese horror film that my mum makes me watch where she's just running through the cornfields and it's just, it's in black and white and it's fairly horrendous. Um, I don't think you should watch that either. No, I don't think I was I... say, what about gypsies, tramps, and thieves? What? That lot. <laughs> 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 no, when you were dancing to share, that wasn't the panic. Oh, yeah, gypsies, tramps, and thieves. I was squaring around, I was really getting into it, I was doing all the dancing, <laughs> and, then I, and then my heart went all funny, and I had to go, and I can't listen to that now anymore without me. I know, because I said something about share, and you're like, can't listen to share. Okay, I'll listen to Fleetwood Mac. Can't listen to Fleetwood Mac. Bit of Tom Petty, no? Oh, no. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. I don't think you said you're positive. I did. I finished my office. Oh, you finished your office. Okay, I'll say goodbye then. Bye-bye.